Hey guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. It's Wednesday, and on Wednesdays we wear pink here on the broadcast. When Jade Real watches, men wear pink. When Jade watches that replay, she's going to be so pleased with my Mean Girls reference right there. I'm super pleased too. Thank you so much for being with us. Go ahead and comment, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, and share the broadcast because it's going to be a great one. We've got awesome stuff in store for you like this. Up first, we have Food Mash. That's going to be what comes up at the top of the hour. We're going to go right into Food Mash. And then after Food Mash, we are going to have a Truth Talk video. Right after Truth Talk, it's another top 10 list. What do you think I am going to be doing for top 10? Am I going to please you? Put it in the comments right now if you think that the top 10 list is going to like please so. you today. And guess what we're doing the top 10 of. And then after that confession and then wrapping it up at 1230, wrapping it up, <laughs> we are going to be having what's the word. So it's going to be a good one. And we just are super excited to have you. George is online. Hi, George. George. Hello, George. Hi, George. I was pretending to be Paul during soundcheck today. Um, I was pretending to be you at various points. And so I was talking like Paul and saying that <laughs> I went up against George and the Cleveland Indians and George won because he's the best. And Kevin told me I was letting my bias come through. Um, that, is, that was a lot of bias. <laughs> oh, George is guessing that my top 10 list is the top 10 reasons why being married to George is awesome. I can do that list. I can for sure do that list. That's yeah. not that's not hard. I would like to hear that list. Done. <clears throat> I that's gonna be a list at some point in time. Because you will have every movie reference you ever need. Because I own every movie that's ever been made. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I used to think I'm exaggerating. I'm really it's not it's not far off from the it's truth. It's not. It's really not. In alphabetical order. Yeah. Categorized. I, I found one of our DVD books the other day, like the big cases. It's <gasps> oh. great. George put all of our DVDs into cases, all of them. We have at least 15 cases. Like, I, I don't... Yeah. We don't have that many, but we have, we have a good bit. So right now, as you guys know, it is family chat time where we get to chit-chat with you. We have had some super random questions this week, and they're only going to continue Question number one of the day. Put your answers in the comments because remember, if uh, the very first person that helps us reach 100 comments, you get a gift card on us. So go ahead, comment your answer. Question number one. If you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would you choose? Uh, <laughs> this, was some, this is something I'd have to prepare for in advance, and I am not prepared. Like, okay, so Hannah says Mickey Mouse. I don't know. After a while, that voice would probably make me want to smack I feel like I would yeah. shoot Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be good. And then I would be banned from Cartoon Network. George <laughs> says Johnny Bravo. Um, I don't want to hang out with him either. I really don't. I, so I didn't watch ca many cartoons. Like, I really didn't. We had a cartoon question the other day. I didn't watch many. I didn't like them. I, I like... Phineas and Ferb. So, I feel I like say, that would be fun. Are we talking like classic cartoons or just any cartoon? Any. I would hang out with um, Pumbaa. Pumbaa and I <gasps> would be buds. I'd hang out with about, Pumbaa. I forgot about movies. Mm -hmm. I was saying TV shows. The original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'd hang with Mikey. <gasps> Wait, can I? Because you could skateboard all day, eat pizza, and then you get to beat people up. 
I'm not even joking. When I was pretending to be you 30 minutes ago, the first thing I said was, Ninja Turtles are awesome. Michelangelo's the best. Like, I, yep. I'm not even joking. Yep. I mean, <laughs> sure did. Don't pay full price for late pizza, dude. I want to switch my answer, actually. I want to switch it to Oliver from Oliver and Company. He's a cute little cat. He goes on adventures. It'd be exciting. Kevin says Aladdin. Aladdin. Is that spelled right? Is it because it you is. could ride a magic carpet? Uh, could I just be <laughs> friends with magic carpet? Like, he, he's a character. But Aladdin did have he a monkey, is. and that's pretty cool. A boo! I, I would a like boo. to have a monkey. Yeah. Debbie says Scooby-Doo. George is asking if it could be Flintstone. Now George is hopping on the Scooby-Doo bandwagon, and he says Scooby-Doo. But Scooby-Doo would cost you a lot of money. Yeah. That dog never stops eating. That is And that's a big true. dog. <laughs> I feel like... I don't think I could afford to hang out with Scooby-Doo at the moment. <laughs> You've got to be rolling <laughs> yeah. in some dough before Scooby-Doo's yeah. your best friend. <laughs> but we could, we, we, could, we could introduce him to Jesus and maybe he wouldn't want to eat that as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The dog? Did you give an answer? I think Phineas and Ferb. I feel like Which one? Just... Phineas or Ferb? Uh, Ferb wouldn't talk much. <laughs> Although he's British, so that's pretty cool when he does talk. Probably Phineas, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna, like, you're gonna go to the moon like every Tuesday. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. Kevin, Kevin says Gaston from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> That's a Because he has answer. guns and hunts. No <laughs> one does like Gaston, da, 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 like Gaston. Okay, He's question number selfish. two. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see a movie again for the first time, which movie would you pick? George is gonna say Star Wars? George is, George, I'm guessing for George. George is going to say Star Wars. Hannah says Hamilton. I don't know. I, I don't know. I've thought about this one since it came out, and I'm not sure. I have a lot of options in my head. I, the first one that pops to my mind is, like, The Greatest Showman, just because I feel like that was a really, really well-done movie. I've seen it about to the extent that I can see it. That's probably For true. the next couple years. Yeah. But if I could see it without knowing what was happening, I really like the music in it. And music is, music is really what makes it or breaks it for a movie. Like if it has a good soundtrack, then it's good. Kevin says Braveheart. That's a good answer. That's a good one. But it would be Top Gun. So I've yeah, seen that movie literally one. probably a million times. And I can recite it without <laughs> even seeing the movie, almost the whole entire movie. Yeah. So like to be able to go back to the first time. It'd be great. Do you want me, when I see it for the first time, to tell you what it's like for me as a viewer? Like, do you just want me to, like, live text the whole thing? Whoa, they're in a plane! Whoa, they're going fast! <laughs> so cool! <laughs> I've never seen I that movie. Because I literally went through, like, VHS tapes is how much I've watched that movie. Like, I think for, like, a five-year span, I would go to sleep watching that Aww. movie. And rewind it, and then watch it again. Rewind it, and watch it again. Rewind it, and watch it again. George says The Force Awakens. Aw, oh, I knew it was going to be a one. Star Wars. Yep. Uh, Debbie says Patriot with Mel Gibson. EO says Endgame, The Greatest Showman, or The Meg. Uh, William, one EO. One. William <laughs> says Tombstone. Prilla says Courageous. <laughs> um, George tells me I don't get to ruin Top Gun. That's actually why George has not allowed me to watch the movie is because he's concerned I'm going to ruin it. I don't oh. intend to ruin it. I just... It's a really good I'm, movie. I'm torn I believe in it. I let Tombstone slip my mind, and it's right there with Top Gun. Tombstone really? is a great one. That would be, I'd have to flip yeah. a quarter on that. Yeah. Tombstone is a great one. <laughs> That's a fantastic movie. There's so many good lines from that movie. That's true. 
Mom and Daddy quit the movie quite a bit. That's true. Yeah. Quite a bit. I think not to be like a bandwagoner, like millennial, whatever, but Endgame was pretty excellent. And it's the first movie I remember like being pumped to go see because I was like invested in the franchise at that point. Like I'm not a movie person in general, so I don't I don't get that excited, but I was pumped for Endgame to the point that we That's saw true. it twice in the very well, first day it came out. Abby's kind of biased because <laughs> Spider-Man came back. Spoiler! Um, if you have not seen that movie by now, that is not a spoiler. You have had it. You had it. It's your yeah. fault. Okay, yeah. question number three. <laughs> if you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be? I'm so glad you're on for this one. I'm really excited. I feel like we should pick each other's animals. <gasps> ooh, that would be I feel great. like you would be a silverback gorilla. I can I can see that. In I feel like that's that answer. what that's what you that want. I would want to be. No, just what would you be? You don't get to choose. Just you are. I can I can see that. I'll vote for that one. Done. Sweet. Okay, so Paul's a silverback gorilla. <laughs> What's Abigail? There's a lot of pressure to do this well. Hmm. Like I immediately felt pressure. George says shark for shark. himself. He'd be a, a shark. shark. A shark. Um, or a or dinosaur. dinosaur. <laughs> Abigail is a swan. That's uh, right. Swans are mean, though. That's true. But they're penguin. graceful. Penguin? A penguin. <laughs> a penguin. Penguin. Please enlighten they're me really on slow, why. Because they're really slow. They're they like cold. No. Well, they got some in Africa. So. <laughs> the Pick which African one you want. penguins? I yeah. think that's true. Yeah, they got the funny, like, red or yellow feathers on top of their head. Remember the movie Surf's Up? Yeah. I, and I think penguins are I cool. Remember Happy Feet. I, mean, I, I go to the zoo, I stand in front of the penguins and do them. I think you would be, is, I don't know, I, I'm going to have to think about this later, but my instinctual answer is, is like a gazelle that's friends with lions. Like not <laughs> one that gets eaten, but like a happy gazelle frolicking through things and very happy. And I yes. make my enemies like me. Yep, that's what it is. I'm going to give you a real answer later, but that was my guttural instinct. <laughs> so okay, while we're doing it, Eo says swan. that Abby is a swan. She oh isn't too mean, though. Johnny, I changed mine. I agree with Johnny. A sloth? sloth. No. Those are, they can swim really fast, though. They're I pretty didn't know cool, that. too. Marky would be a sloth. I Kidding, I love you. <laughs> they move so slow, they have plants grow on them. Marky's in the back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie says a bear, that way I could sleep all winter. Bear it. Bear it. Um, I feel like a kangaroo. <gasps> kangaroo? It's funny yeah. you say that. Yesterday on the way back. <laughs> kangaroo? Me and Jared seen as, because neither one of us would want to live at the beach. We'd prefer the mountains. But there was a house that we passed that would convince me to move to the beach. It was a giant like farm. They How are you going to tie this into kangaroos? They had a <laughs> kangaroo pin with like 10 of them as what? pets. I was like, that can't be legal. That's legal? The lady was in the bin with the kangaroo because I, I slowed down and like double checked. And I was like, never mind, you can have the mountains. I'll take a kangaroo farm. Kangaroo farm at the beach? Kevin says yes. I'm a panda bear. I have so many questions. I have so no, many questions. I feel like you could be a kangaroo because you're like bouncy and you're just like, like Tigger, but Tigger isn't a real animal um because tigers <laughs> don't really act like that oh, so like like a kangaroo maybe you just huh? didn't find the right tiger 
If I find that tiger, I'm I'm taking it. I don't care whether it's legal. It's Apparently, mine. you can have a kangaroo farm and you can have a shot. tiger farm. We know people with tiger farms. It's true, and then you get arrested, and they make a Netflix documentary about your life. Not in Africa. <laughs> they don't do that in Africa. <laughs> okay, let's squeeze in one more question. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or 20 minutes early? What kind of question is that? 20 minutes early. 20 minutes early. There are people that'll be late. I'm a 20 minutes earlier if I had to pick 20 one. 20 minutes early. Huh? Jade's late. Like, yeah. this isn't which one am I, it's which one would I prefer to be. I'd prefer to be 20 minutes early, and I'd prefer yeah. to have others 20 minutes early. I feel like Jay would still prefer to be late. She would prefer to be Because if she preferred to be 20 minutes early, that means she would have to get up earlier. And I think that would just, contra it wouldn't work. Pastor Chris, we love you. It's so Hi, good Pastor to see Chris. you. So far, everybody is 20 minutes early. You guys, yeah. you guys are great. I appreciate y'all. 20 minutes early. Eos yep. is 20 minutes early, Wills is 20 minutes early, Johnny Shaver not only says it, he is 20 minutes early to everything. Sure. Uh, Kevin says 20 minutes early because late is a choice. George would agree <sighs> with that, um, for sure. Yep. Marky's not commenting. I want to know what Marky's answer would be. I do too. Early, yeah. Marky says early. Early. She's saying it. Hmm. I'm teasing. <laughs> Kevin says that he wishes he could be okay with being I was late. Say, everybody saying early yeah. makes me want to go against the grain and say late. Change my answer. But you wouldn't be. You I don't would. like no. that at all. No. <laughs> no. You wouldn't be okay with that. No. That's why, I, that's why it aggravates me with my wife that will set 10 alarms to get out of the bed. Can't do it. Mr. Will says George's mantra early is on time and on time is late. George says that to me. <coughs> Almost daily. Um, well, thank you guys for being on Family Chit Chat Time. It is now time for our very first official segment because, really, you guys are our first official segment. But it's time for Food Mash. Stick around. We'll be back in Food just a couple mash. seconds. Guess what sort of things we're going to have to eat today. It's going to be so exciting. See you soon. It is exciting. I just, I feel like that's a random animal. I don't ever think of kangaroos. Kangaroo. 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 We're about to hop into Food Mash, but let's talk about what's coming up on today's broadcast. First up, right now, it is Food Mash time. This is always a segment that makes me a smidge nervous. Um, <laughs> then we're going to go from that into Truth Talk, and we're continuing our Who Am I series. Today is part two. Following after that, my top ten list. Drop in the comments right now what you think we're going to be doing top 10 about. And then after that, confessions followed by what's the word. It's going to be a great episode. And right now, drop in the comments who you think is going to be the most unhappy through this segment, eating, palate-wise. Kevin. <laughs> Debbie says she wants to know who brings the Pepto to some of the Food Mash segments. The Lord, because I don't think we've God. brought it yet. Like, nope. The Lord's helped no. us. No. Nope. But right now we're getting into Food Mash and I 
get to be the happiest one here because Yay. I get to watch them eat and Yay. I don't have to. So our theme today is midnight snacks. What happens yes. when you just wake up in the middle of the night and there is like just a bunch of random stuff in the pantry? Your brain may not be functioning right. You just want something. You put it together. Yes. Will it work? Yes. Something well, salty, something sweet. <clears throat> and that's what we have first, salty and sweet. Yes. So we have... <laughs> Look not at Paul's eyes any. right now. <laughs> you should be excited. You should be excited. This I'm excited be, oh, about this one. Always. I'll eat one. I'm, I'm always excited. This is going to yeah. be powerful. I'll try, awesome. I'll try new, anything new. I even tried cauliflower last week. I'm sorry. Okay, I won't do Recorded, that. Recorded, I will try anything new. Recorded, I we did, have this. Dangerous has statement been trying to here. get me to have cauliflower, like lasagna or spaghetti, Yum. whatever. That sounds I hate really good. So I told her, I was like, if it'll get you off my back, I'll try it. So I finally tried it. I didn't like it, but I tried it. Okay, okay. this is good That's information. Good. That's good. So first off, we have chocolate-covered potato chips. I can get down with this one. <laughs> I am so excited right now. Okay, I'm gonna wait. Whoa, that was... That you is... Just, you just dove in. What? Yeah. We're supposed to wait, aren't we? Oh, well, I don't know, apparently oh. not. Wait, the I'm guys not. never wait, so The chip go. is kind of soggy, though, because of the chocolate. Uh-huh. So I don't like that. I don't like, I don't like soggy chips. Like my chip really was crunchy. Like, that's why I like the baked chips. I like the yeah. hard crunch. They're extra crunchy. I'm good with this. Kevin, you look, Me too. You look really happy. I'm so <laughs> happy right now. We may finish the rest of this bowl afterwards. You know what really, just put this over the top, if this was sour cream and onion chips. I was about to say salt and vinegar. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> salt that and would vinegar. be powerful. Mm -hmm. That would be good. As I bit into it, I thought it was going to be a salt and vinegar chip, and it wasn't, but now I want to try it with salt and vinegar. This is a thumbs up for me. Is let's, this a thumbs up from you guys? Do you think this works? Yeah. I let's, do. Let's try it with cheddar and sour cream. EO, you're cheddar awesome. Cheddar sour cream chips. <laughs> so, Paul, what is your vote? I Man, it's good, but it made the chip kind of soggy, but I can deal with it. But, like, would you eat the rest of the bowl if I left it there? I would. You would? Oh. Awesome. Barrett, you said? I'm, I'm still eating them, absolutely. so I'm ready to go. <laughs> and Kevin, uh -huh. absolutely. We don't have to ask them. We know their answer. All right. <laughs> Let me just, okay. Hey, Holly, we next. love you. Yeah, so that this? was a thumbs up for me. Right now, before you see what the next food is about to be, put in the comments. Thumbs up, you think food number two is going to be good? Thumbs down, it's not going to be good. I'm really nervous because it's concealed by bread. I'm slightly nervous about this too, really but good. I just want to say that those chips and the chocolate were surprisingly really, really good. They were bomb. Very powerful. They were so good. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to judge. <laughs> <laughs> about what's coming? Or what we just okay, ate. so I believe this is pickles and peanut butter. Yes! The Lord loves us. I'll take the big piece. I'm so excited. So, go, well, go right ahead. Okay. This there. is good. We Pop knew this in. one. <laughs> this is a favorite. First Shut up. It's good, You're right? You're kidding me. <laughs> that is so good. Right? <laughs> it is. We've had this one before. Pickles and really? peanut butter are big thumbs up here at What's Right. <laughs> I can't believe that. I don't know who discovered this, but it is amazing. Like, I would eat these on a regular basis. <laughs> this was the sandwich of my childhood. I ate really? this all the time growing up. My daughter up. would love this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, gonna, I think we don't Stay even have slice. to take, I don't think we have to take a poll. I think we all know, yes, thumbs up from everyone. Yes. I will Delicious. 
take that and y'all can finish that later. These are, great question, Holly. I'm, we got excited and we forgot to describe. So these are dill pickles. Mm. They're like sliced sandwich dill pickles and regular peanut butter on wheat bread. You can put it on any bread. It's delicious. Th try on there as well if you're getting crazy. Put cheddar kosher. cheese. Kosher dills, right? What is the with, difference? With, with crunchy oh. peanut. You don't know the difference between kosher and... and I, like just, a, I just eat them. Kosher oh. is a little bit more salty. Mm -hmm. With, with like garlicky, the, it's got a garlicky. Yeah, they're oh. more like they're the, the pickles that look more white. Oh, they're, that's interesting. And they're crispier. Okay, they are interesting. 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 All right, so next up, we have something that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Y'all vote if you think this will work. This is a northern thing, apparently, but it's little baby apple pies. And cheese. Oh, all right. What a great day for the broadcast. Okay. But I'm so excited. Mm. So you wake up, you have some frozen apple pies, oh. some shredded cheese, you pop it in the microwave. Not so willing to jump right in on this one. Okay, so I need Go to ahead. let you guys know this is cold. Like, so it being hot does make a smidge of a difference, but I, I still stand by that this is going to be good. I'm going. Go this ahead. This is not Vermont cheddar, okay? I just want to put that out there. It's sharp. Shredded cheddar. Oh, okay. All right, here it's, we go. Ready? It's what we had. It's not as good cold. It's not the worst thing I've ever eaten. Like, it's... What's the flavor combination? Like, what so, do you experience? I, I can't even hardly... <laughs> I can't taste the cheese at all. Mm -mm. I could taste it when I bit into it at first. Mm. Like, I could taste the cheese, but then the cheese pretty much just blended together with the pie. Um, I don't hate it. I think I'd like it better if it was warmer. The cheddar is nice, but Vermont white sharp cheddar is mm. where it's at. I'd like us to pause and take the fact that Paul has just taken off his cheese and isn't even eating it. That's not even this the rules the of the game. This is the way you eat apple pie. It's like a cheese toupee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So That's, you did not like this? Against no, the rules. No. That is, no? That is two flavors that should not go, to good, go together. Mm. I, I'm, I'm okay with this. Like, it's a thumbs up, but I'm not going to willingly eat this all the time. Like, maybe, this is not yeah. pleasant. Maybe like an apple and cheese, but with like the cinnamon and like the bread, and, the sweet bread, and then the cheese is no good. But maybe like a slice of apple and like a slice of cheese would be good together. But Interesting. So there's too much sweetness with the cheese. All in all, your vote is... That's a negative Ghost Rider. No. I'm a yes. Barrett, yes, and Kevin. I'm here. If it was Vermont, <laughs> I would totally be yes. Yes. So yep, I'm, I'm kind more, of halfway. I'm more that I finished way. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that leans more towards yes. That does lean more towards okay, yes. Okay, awesome. So I have, I have a disadvantage in that Rachel told me what she was preparing ahead of time, and I need to prepare you guys, particularly you. I'm very sorry for what's about to happen. I'm sorry for so, Kevin. If y'all have listened, <laughs> he'll understand Thanks. as soon as he knows. If y'all have listened to, um, you've heard us talk about southern delicacies. We have talked about our banana sandwiches, which no. have peanut butter, no. mayonnaise, so and banana. No. So I'm so sorry. We decided at midnight, maybe you need a dip. You have some spare tortilla chips, some spare bananas. There better be tortilla chips coming. No, there are not. <laughs> there are tortilla chips in the conference room. I feel like they're in the building somewhere. What so is we that? have that looks like maybe peanut butter. Can y'all see peanut butter and mayonnaise? What is 
the matter with Dip. you people? Y'all, you <gasps> like basically all of the other ones. <gasps> Just taste Guys. it. And let's see. Boat, do you think this could work? Because honestly, I have no idea. It okay. looks like caramel. It looks like the consistency of caramel applesauce. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? I'm, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm not oh, being brave. The taste doesn't leave your mouth. <laughs> oh, the smell is so bad. Oh, like it's not even next to See, my nose, and it's I'm so from the bad. South, and I don't eat peanut butter and mayonnaise and banana sandwiches. No, peanut butter and mayonnaise is not I good. I can together. do all things that through is, Jesus. Maybe if it was peanut drink. butter and pickles Go and banana. No, 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 no. Oh my. No. No. Do it. I did it. No. You got to do this spoon. No, I got it. <laughs> If I had to finish uh, the spoon, you have to finish the bowl. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Uh-uh. No. That is disgusting. No. That's a big no, Ghost Rider. No. I'm out. Uh, so much coffee. Well, guys. <laughs> Bring the pie back. Bring mm -hmm. the pie. Where's the pie? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where's the pickle sandwiches? Pickle sandwiches. Like, something. Oh. All right. Here's to get the taste of your mouth Thank you. done. Oh, that's horrible. So I think we know their answers. I'm going to um, sacrifice fixing my taste buds for my daughter. There's another one oh, over there. okay. Never mind. Sorry, Scarlett. <laughs> mm -mm. So that is never supposed to happen. That's ungodly. <laughs> mm -mm. That is I straight out know. of the pit of hell. Yeah, Everyone's curse votes. I think that's a no from everyone. This has been an mm -hmm. awesome episode of Food Mash. All in all, I think like three out so of four. Who came four? up with that one? That was all you. Great. So, next service at Ablaze Youth for game, I believe we're going to play Food Mash. <laughs> Paul's oh, version. So gross. <laughs> He's punishing the behind the scenes. This is the worst <laughs> person who oh put it all goodness. together. Mystery milkshake game. Here we go. Okay, guys. I'll let Abby wrap up. Yeah. That was so unpleasant. <laughs> Well, guys, this has been fun. If you need midnight snacks, I hope you we need gave you. Like Coke to get that flavor out. <laughs> like where all the carbonation in, like <laughs> I was yeah. boils it all. Over I was thinking maybe just some like bleach or something. That would probably. <laughs> We're not suggesting it. that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we hope this gave you some ideas for your midnight snacks. Don't put mayonnaise and peanut butter together as a dip. But everything else we tried, thumbs up. We will see you guys next time, and it's on to our next segment. <laughs> Bye. Holy Spirit just brought up the verse that has meant so much to me just over my life. I, I could go on. Jesus wept. But Jesus wept. <laughs> it means so much. Period. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. Um, but the verse has meant so much to me as I've been finding out my identity just in growing up. It's like anticipation. We've been talking about this for five minutes. What is the Let's verse? Say it. <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm usually awesome. super chill, so when like a lot comes out, everyone's like, "Wow." <laughs> well, it's the verse where he says, "For I know the plans that I have for you," declares. The Lord. Plans. No, I'm sorry. I was about to hide. <laughs> Plans <laughs> to prosper you.
<laughs> but he goes on and he says, like, plans to prosper you, not for calamity. God's not planning anything bad for you. Each one of us, he has a plan for. And he has specifically equipped me with my certain personality that yeah. I have, with all my strengths that I have to do what he has planned for me. And I can't do that if I'm trying to become Barrett because Barrett has a specific plan on her life. Marky has a specific plan for her life and they're supposed to do that and I'm supposed to do mine. Ultimately, when we're in the plan for our life that God has, we will be the happiest that we could ever be in our lives. So often when we're trying to be somebody else, we feel trapped because we're not called to be that person. But when we'll put on what we're called to be, when we'll act in the way that God's told us to, you know, Abby's much Mm -hmm. more gentle with different things than I am. Marky is very, very different in how she thinks than Abigail is. Like they'll deliver things differently, but that's wonderful because there's different facets to God. We're all made in his image and his Mm -hmm. likeness, but we may just look differently. And that doesn't mean that how, what you are called to have a strength that any of us should look down upon other people for not having that specific strength. Everything that you're good in, everyone else may not be good in, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. I have a visual of is the verse that talks about the different parts of the body of Christ. The Bible paints it as this picture of like Jesus is the head and we are all the different parts of the body of Christ. We are like Mm -hmm. one body. And in that body, there are literally different parts, or not literally, but figuratively different parts. And the verse talks about in the Bible how like you shouldn't want to be a part that you're not. And you shouldn't think that certain parts are better than other parts. For instance, like if you, like our eyes are, people think that your eyes are one of the like best parts, but what if you had, what if you took away your nose and you put your eye there? Because like eyes are the best. Let's have three of them. Then you don't have a nose anymore. And is a, is a nose attractive? Is, the, is a nose like, oh, I want to be a nose. If I'm going to be something on a face, I want to be a nose. No, but if you have three eyes and you don't have a nose, you're not going to taste anything. There's not going to be any flavor to food. You're not going to be able to smell. You're, and then you're going to look like a freak. So you, even though eyes are amazing, you only want two of them. You don't want three of them. Because so many people will, they'll look up to other people and they'll think, man, I just want to be so much like them without recognizing the benefit of who God's designed them to be. Like right. you're an asset. Like, you have power, you have abilities and giftings, you watching, whoever you are, you are a blessing. You're made to be that way. But you're, who you are, it's not any less important than any other function. Like, and if you don't believe me, go stub your big toe. Like, maybe you think your big toe is not important. Go, like, smash it with a hammer and find out whether or not it's important to you. Like, don't actually do that. (laughs) Don't actually do that. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, people will be like, I don't want to be a toe. I want to be on the face. I want to be seen. Like, I want people to know me and see me, and I want to be that person. But my dad actually cut off his big toe with a chainsaw. He works in the woods. It wasn't just like, (laughs) like, it was an accident. (laughs) But after he cut off his big toe, he had to relearn how to walk Mm -hmm. because his big toe impacted his balance. 
Yeah. And so it may not look to be important to somebody else, but it affects the whole thing. Wow. Who cares what you look like if you can't walk straight? Like if you if you if you're just like hobbling along because you decided my toe is not important, I'm just gonna cut it off. My my spleen's not important. Let's just reach in there and take it out. Like every part's important to who you are. If your hearing gets messed up, you it, it impacts your walking. Everything is designed to fit together. Right. And every part's important. So you cut off a part, you're gonna recognize it. You're gonna mm -hmm. feel it, and it's gonna impact you. So don't don't disqualify yourself without even realizing your purpose. Yeah. Thumbs may not look to be super important, but try doing stuff without them. You know, you may not think you'll miss your ring finger. If you chop it off, you're going to miss it. Like mm -hmm. every part has a specific purpose and every part's valuable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 We keep saying it because I'm making fun of Abby. Amen. Because she says amen, like it's like a second A. Amen. Instead of amen. No. Dang it, Barrett. I just made my <laughs> knee. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. <laughs> no. No? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for watching. We love you very much, and we believe in you. We believe in who you're yeah. called to be, and we want to help support every bit of who you're called to be. So if you have questions, if you have things that you'd like us to be believing with you for, anything at all, reach out, send us a message, and you can do that by following us at truthtalk.vlog. You can also find us on Facebook. And make sure that you go and like the What's Right Facebook page and go to www.whatsright.com and you can send us messages on there. We will get those as well. We're just super excited to have you. And make sure that you watch Lunch Plus every weekday at 11.45 a.m. with Truth Talk videos premiere there as well and you get to see more of us throughout the rest of your week. What better yeah. gift could we give to you? Nothing. Jesus. But, but us. Jesus. We're, we're here. We're not the same level but Jesus. Anyway. Thank you. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye. And it's Wednesday, and you guys know what that means. It's time for Barrett's Top 10. Um, I need a full disclaimer. I am not saying in any way that I am 100% right, but I am the one making the list, so we're going off of what I think. However, my opinions as of late have been proven to be not the popular vote. I'm the electoral college in this situation. Um, so we've brought on Paul and Kevin to balance out my opinions. Put in the comments right now, what do you think my number one, my number one dessert is? What do you think the number one is? We're going to go ahead and dive right into today's top 10. I feel like we should retitle this the Barrett's top 10, but everybody else's bottom 10. I don't believe it. I think Kevin's <laughs> going to be on my side with some of this. Kevin's from know. the north. That, that's a fact. That's a fact. I but believe I can in see you. like somehow deviled eggs becoming a part of your dessert top no. 10. I would put them no. in desserts. Okay. All right. No. All right. I, I believe in mine and Kevin's northern bond. I believe it's going to shine through on this list. We'll see. Today's number 10 dessert. What do you think it's going to be? Oh, wow. Number 10, 
Okay, I knew, <laughs> I forgot I put this on and right out the gate I lost the guys. So I'm a person that thinks of muffins as desserts. It's the only muffin that's on the list, but I could eat blueberry muffins as dessert for literally every it's single breakfast. meal. No. Every day, all day. Absolutely. I mean, I could eat them anytime, but it's, I would throw it in the dessert category. You buy one at Dunkin' Donuts? I would Donuts? classify it as a snack category. No. Breakfast snack. With the amount of sugar that's on top of right. it. like oh, crazy. See, now you're talking sure. like the crazy... Oh, yeah. Traditional blueberry muffins. Dunkin' Those Donuts. Those are traditional blueberry muffins. They got sugar on top. Like, there are, there are different I places. I don't put sugar on my blueberry muffins when I make them at home. That's you make them fault. wrong. That's because I'm making them for breakfast, and a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, they don't need no more sugar. And just like that, Kevin is proving my theory to be true. The Northerners are sticking together today. Okay, number nine. Dun, dun, dun. What is it? I'm, I'm probably going to lose both of them here. Molasses cookies are amazing. That's a northern thing. I had them all growing up. They're so good. And I don't get them much down here. <laughs> I did have them in Georgia when George and I went to Savannah. They had it at a coffee shop we went to with powdered sugar on top. And they're wonderful. Okay, I cannot comment one way or the other because believe it or not, I've never had them. Really? I've had one one I've time and I did not like it. Really? Yeah. They're okay. gingerbready. Yeah. That's why. Okay, okay. They're gingerbread. I do not like gingerbread. Like. Full okay. disclaimer as well. Paul is also someone who is prejudiced against cake, so you're probably going to see cake on this list. Number eight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think it's going to be? We have da -da -da -da, chocolate fudge. fudge. Yes. yes. <gasps> I got a both. Oh my word. Fudge is awesome. Yeah. Especially like Rocky Road fudge. Oh, I don't yeah. know. You never is. had yeah, it's got, it's uh -uh. got the peanuts and the marshmallow, marshmallow in it. Yeah. You should try some Rocky Road yes. fudge. That's interesting. Yes. I I really, really like chocolate fudge, especially when it's cold. Cold chocolate fudge is See, so You need to go fact. to the Cabarrus County Fair because there's a booth every year. All they do is fudge, and they have every flavor you could possibly think of a fudge. I oh, don't my word. eat Priscilla fudge says, much. Priscilla says she likes peanut butter and maple fudge. That sounds good. Maple fudge is good. Never had maple fudge. That's really good. Peanut well, fudge if it's good. got maple in it, I'm from Vermont. It's like a rule. I must like it. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Pastor Nicole says that blueberry muffins do not need sugar. I agree they don't need it, but it's a nice little crust at the top that makes it dessert quality. I concur. Okay, number seven. Creme brulee, particularly caramel creme brulee. I was prejudiced against this for a while. George and I would go into restaurants and he would order it or Pastor Nicole would order it. And I'm like, nah, I'll pass. And then I tried it and it is so good. Is that, is that what they, they take the torch and they, they scorch the top of mm -hmm. it? Okay. And mm -hmm. it's like all crystallized at the top and it's kind of custardy mm -hmm. when you eat it? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. No, that is good. That's good. I don't know if it's going to be in my top ten, but that, mm -hmm. that's definitely some good stuff. I am feeling so bonded with Kevin today. <laughs> like, I'm so pleased. <laughs> I knew that you and I were going to not be at all on the same side. Why don't you like this? This is not cake. This is like a pudding. You like pudding. <laughs> What is wrong it's also with like, brulee? What is it? Souffle? Like the like the other pudding stuff that you get and it's like domed up. Like in you like Yeah. Matt didn't know. Same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Next. We've only had it at fancy restaurants. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Okay, number six, strawberry shortcake. Hold the graphic up on the screen. We need to have a chat. Is that a biscuit? Did you know that there are different kinds of strawberry that, shortcake? That is not a, southern. It is regional. I have. I would, though. I, okay, I would probably back. eat the biscuit one, though. Yeah. It's because so I'm good. not a fan of like the sponge cake that the South uses. So the other day when I'm making these graphics, I'm looking for this kind of strawberry shortcake. This is what I had growing up. It's a biscuit, like it's a sweet biscuit with whipped cream in the middle, strawberries, strawberries on top. It's Drizzle. so good. Yeah. And it's not a Southern thing. I asked Pastor if he'd ever seen it before and he's like, I have never seen that See, before. See, I feel yeah. like I would so, like that. But in New it's England, so where we come from, it's, <laughs> it is a, it's a, like you said, a sweet biscuit, halved, a little bit of, mm -hmm. little bit of uh, uh, strawberries, some, some whipped cream, mm -hmm. strawberries on top, drizzled. Yeah, that, that's... See, isn't that, but I feel like if you added like a little bit of the, like the icing you put on like cinnamon buns across the top of it, would that make would it, take it to a whole other level. It I could. could go with that. I I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, number five. Dun, 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 dun. <gasps> whoopie pies! Oh, I've I miss never pies. had one of these, and I'm not quite sure what a whoopie pie is. Whoopie pies are so good. <laughs> so whoopie pie is, it's not a moon pie. It's a different thing altogether. Yes. It, it's, it's like a dense mm -hmm. cake, not mm -hmm. cake. That I'm describing it wrong. Well, it's, it's cake-like, yeah, but it's, 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 it's more dense. Right, right. It's 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 like... It's like a cookie-ish, cake-ish, like chocolate. It's like right. cocoa powder. And then it's great frosting in the middle. It's a specific kind of frosting. You can't just do cream cheese or vanilla frosting. It's specific whoopie pie frosting. And mm. it's it's like granulated almost a little bit. It's good. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> it's powerful. I'll make them for you sometime. With you will nice like it. a glass of milk all day long. Mm -hmm. I can't really say anything because I've never had one, so I'll just... Oh, they're so good. Sure. So far, I'm pleasing the people. People like my list today. I'm so excited. Yes, Way to yes. unify, guys. Okay, number four. <laughs> Chocolate moose cup. Oh, my word. Oh, what is okay. a moose cup? Okay. It's chocolate moose in a cup. Yes. So when Amelie's opens back up, the Stallings and the Nowers can go on. Holly, you are our 100th commenter. You win our gift card. The Nowers and the Stallings can go on a date day in Charlotte because they have them. The chocolate mousse cups that I really like, it's dark. It's a dark chocolate cup, like a cupcake wrapper, but it's all dark chocolate. And then it's filled up with chocolate mousse all the way to the top. And then it's a chocolate-covered strawberry in the chocolate mousse. Oh, okay. I feel so, like that was, that's like, I'm going to get a cavity. By eating one. Oh, you can't eat a whole one in one sitting. So if I all. if I pretended that I didn't know what you're talking about, could I be invited on this? For sure, hundred <laughs> percent, absolutely. Oh We're my the Nowers, the Stallings, and the Nowicki. We are going to go to Charlotte. It's gonna yes. be great. So that's number four. Number three, I'm probably gonna lose you guys with this one, and that's okay. I'm not ashamed. Blackberry mm. ice cream. I don't like blackberries. Oh, it is so good. Blackberry ice cream. Okay, so there is an ice cream stand in Maine called Holton Farms Dairy, and they have blackberry ice cream. You can't get it everywhere. It's very, like, it's very specific, like, where you can get it. I've only found it once here in the South, but it's wonderful. It's not like sorbet. It's not like sherbet, right. but it's, it's, it's nice and creamy and blackberry-ish. Have you had this before? I have indeed had this before. You are absolutely correct. This is a New England delicacy. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it anywhere outside of New England. Blackberry ice cream is the bomb. Yeah, it is. 
powerful. Okay, number two. I'm so excited. White chocolate raspberry cheesecake. I got very specific because it's amazing. White chocolate raspberry. George and I will have this dessert when we're on a date and we'll share it. But white chocolate raspberry cheesecake is great. I don't like cheesecake. Because somehow it counts as cake no, still. No, it's because it's nasty. <laughs> it's, it's nasty. It is not. It, it is, is wonderful. Mm -mm. It is straight from the throne room of heaven. Amen. I'm sorry. I Preach. Praise Hallelujah. God. Where's that scripture at? I feel the anointing. Uh, that is Acts 29. <laughs> All good and perfect things come from the Father with whom there is no variableness, no shifting shadow. Amen. There you have it. And our number one, and by our, I mean mine, but I believe Kevin's going to agree with me. Number one, dessert of all time in the world. Holly guessed it earlier. Strawberry rhubarb pie. Never had, don't even know what rhubarb is. Oh, it is so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so rhubarb sounds, is a plant. It sounds like something I use in construction called rebar, and that's not <laughs> yeah. it. It is so good. It is so good. I cannot disagree. Uh, rhubarb pie is very good. I don't know if I've specifically had strawberry rhubarb pie. But rhubarb pie is excellent. So a testament of the love that my friends have for me. Johnny and Holly, not this past year, the year before for my birthday, Johnny <laughs> and Holly went to four different grocery stores to find rhubarb because it doesn't grow a lot down here. Right, right. So they had to find where it was, and Johnny made me a strawberry rhubarb pie for my birthday. I love it was it was wonderful and it was the first time I've had it in years. So it's my favorite. Let me know in the comments. Does this list sit well with you? It did not sit well with Paul. But Kevin and I have grown closer as brother and sister in Jesus. Like, Kevin and I can share dessert menus. I can't believe totally. banana pudding wasn't on there. Apple pie wasn't banana on there. Banana pudding's disgusting. Chocolate, Apple Chelsea's pies, chocolate chip cookies weren't on there. Like... You're I, the cookie I have yet to have cho Chelsea's chocolate chip cookies because everybody else hoards them. Priscilla asked if rhubarb is poisonous when not cooked. Um, no, because it used to grow in my backyard and I used to eat it raw all the time. So if oh, it's no poisonous, I did die a lot as a child before I, the blood. I heard that too. I didn't know. I, I don't know. I didn't know you could eat it raw. I'm not advocating it. Do your research. But I know I for sure as a child would just pick it and eat it raw in my backyard. And Marky did say just a moment ago that she uh, she loves this New England list. Marky, you are absolutely correct. Marky's this is my girl. a New England list. 100%. Well, I'm sorry for all of you who are looking for banana pudding. I, I don't care for it. So that's why it's not here. But let me know what things you would like to see next time on Top 10, and we can make those lists as well. But now it is time for a quick moment of confessions before we dive into the Word. So stick around. We're going to be right back. I forgot the camera was on me. I was looking at the other one. <laughs> Welcome to Confessions. We like to, every single day, make sure that the Word of God comes out of your mouth because the Word always accomplishes that, what, that which it was sent to accomplish. So today we are going over confession number four. And confession number four, as we say these, join your voice with mine. And it is going to be such a powerful time. You will see the Lord move in your life as we pray. Join your faith, join your hope, join your love, and let's see the Lord move. Confession number four. 
So confession number four, as we hop in. Thank you, Jesus. Join your voice with mine. Every weapon formed against us is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed. Every weapon in the name of Jesus, it comes to nothing. We thank you, Lord, that every weapon sent against the people watching this broadcast, they're destroyed. Everything that was sent to hurt them, harm them, to steal, to kill and destroy, in Jesus' name, they are being exposed right now. In the name of Jesus, every weapon, it disintegrates in the enemy's hands. We thank you, Father, that it comes to nothing, nothing, no thing crosses a blood-bought believer. In Jesus' name, every weapon disintegrates. We thank you, Father, that your plans rise up in the lives of those who are watching. Plans for good, for hope, for future. We thank you, Lord, that your plans and your plans alone are what the viewers experience in their life. For every person watching, whether they're here in the studio, whether they're at home, whether they are watching live, whether they're watching the replay, Lord, in the name of Jesus, blessings be upon them. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Chase them down wherever they go, Lord. Goodness and mercy, follow them all the days of their life. Let the blessing of the Lord rise up in every person's life and let it flush out every bit of darkness that would try to attach itself to them. In Jesus' mighty name, let only goodness, only mercy follow them. Let only the presence of the Lord be what they know and what they experience. We thank you, God, that your goodness is what we draw on. Truly, you are the giver of all good and perfect things. It comes from you. It comes from you. We thank you, Lord, for preparing us for this time in the word. Thank you, God, for preparing us. Thank you that hearts are tenderized. Thank you, Lord, that the word is deeply and firmly rooted and planted inside of all of us. Thank you that the seed produces life and life in abundance. And Lord, we praise you. We praise you. You are good. Your mercy endures forever. You are great. And you are greatly to be praised. We thank you, Lord, for your peace flooding the homes of every person watching. We thank you for your peace, for your gentleness, for your kindness. We thank you, Lord, that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. We thank you, Father, that everything functions as it's called to function. Thank you, Lord, that we continue to increase in your wisdom. Thank you for showing, Lord, every person who's watching and is at work, whether they're physically at their job or they're doing work from home, in Jesus' name, let the anointing of wisdom increase upon them. Let them understand how to do their jobs even better than they do right now. Thank you for showing them how to function at the highest level they are capable of functioning at. Thank you that they continue to increase in their fruit. Thank you, God, that they will be promoted head and shoulders above others simply because they are covenant with you. God, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us for Confessions today. We are excited to see the Word of God happening in your life and through your hands, through your words. You are blessed because our God is the blesser. So right now we are going to hop over into What's the Word with Kevin and Paul. It's time to awaken souls. It's going to be a great one. We'll see you in just a second.
Welcome back. It's it's time. time. Word. That's right. Praise God. It you know here lately, pastor has been talking about it's time for an awakening. You know, and it was at toward the beginning of this year, before all the COVID stuff had really started. He was woken up in the middle of the night with the word. It's yes. time. It's time for an awakening, and it was confirmation on a vision that Barrett had received. Earlier, like a, I think it was like a month or so before, yep. Yep. that there was a, a quick thing of the vision. It was like a, a, a oil substance that was covering the earth and was pouring down on it. Right. And at, right as it covered the earth, it was from the throne room. It was her and Jesus standing there. And it was its time and a match was thrown and it caught. Right, right it's, on the eastern seaboard of the United States is what she said. It's time yep. for an awakening. We've heard it and then it's not just... Pastor, it's been confirmed from other ministers. We've heard That's it right. from so many other ministers. Evangelist uh, Mark came and, and yes. he said the, the same, same word. Thing, That's right. Pastor Tracy Harris, Dr. Rodney said it. Yes. It's, it's, a, this is, it's time for an awakening. That's it's right. going to happen. It's and, happening right now. That you can see where the Lord's shaking things up. And the people that are standing on his foundation won't be shaken, but everything else that is yes. not of God will be shaken loose. That's right. And that's what you're seeing. That's what that's what we're seeing now in the world. We see all this fear and with other stuff going on that is getting exposed with pedophilia and all this other stuff. It's all being exposed now because they're just shaking and happening. That's right. And when it's shaking and happening happens, things are exposed and things are you're awakened to things. It's time we're waking the time. We are in the end days. Yes, sir. We are in the last days. We're not waiting on it. We're in it. That's right. So right now, what we're, we're going to talk about is is soul winning. This is yes. this is the harvest is white. The harvest is white right now. That's correct. It is time to go out into the field and reap the harvest. This is going to be a great harvest. We've heard it from Pastor Brian. We've heard it from other ministers. This is the time. That's right. I think Pastor Tracy Harris, when we were in Texarkana, this is a decade of deliverance. Things are going to happen in this time right now, but it takes forth us putting forth the effort. It takes us stepping out of what we consider comfortable yes. and stepping into what God calls comfortable. That's right. And that's going out and taking his word to the people and lighting them, showing them his love, his mercy that he has for them, and that there's a better way. They don't have to live in this fear that the world is telling them they have to live in right now. And that's what we're called to do. The word tells us that we will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Yes. We'll cast out demons in his name. That's our job, and this is what we do. That's right. This is what we're called to do. And the word also tells us he who wins souls is wise. That's correct. I want to be a wise person. I'm not going to get caught sleeping on the job. And a couple of weeks ago, we started talking to the youth in, in a blaze youth, and we were talking about the importance of soul winning. And one of the scriptures, whenever I was praying about it, one of the scriptures that he brought up to me, and it was it it just lines up with everything. Like it's time to wake up. It's time for an awakening. He brought up it was Ezekiel thirty three. And when you start <clears throat> starting Ezekiel thirty three, let's see, let's go to we'll just start at verse one. Again, the word of, <clears throat> the word of the Lord came to me saying, "Son of man, speak to the children of your people and say to them, when I bring." Bring the sword upon a, upon a land, and the people of the land take a man from their territory and make him their watchman. When he sees the sword coming upon the land, if he blows the trumpet and warns the people, then who, who he then whoever hears 
the sound of the trumpet and does not take warning, if the sword comes and takes him away, his blood shall be on his own head. That's right. He heard the sound of the trumpet, but none not take the warning. His blood shall be upon himself. But he who takes warning will save his life. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet, and the people are not warned, the sword comes and takes any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at the watchman's hand. So you, son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. I believe we've heard the word. Oh, I believe it's time for us not to be the watchman that gets caught sleeping on the job, but gets out and warns the people that the Lord is coming back soon. And we're not waiting any moment. I mean, literally, like that. Absolutely. Comes like a thief in the night. It's it, that quick. Any moment, any time. How important is it that you look for, don't wait, you look for every opportunity that you can yes. to preach the word to somebody, whether it's at your job, whether it's on the street or while you're buying groceries, or if you're at the gas station pumping gas, we seen it the other week when we, we went out. That's right. Just purpose yourself to go, and he will show you who he wants you to speak to. He'll give you words for people that you haven't even put eyes on yet, but as soon as you get in front of them, you know that word that he gave you was strictly for them, and it's life-changing. It opens their eyes. It awakens Absolutely. them to what God has for them. Yes. And that's what we're called to do, but it takes obedience of being that. And I think a lot of times what we do is we, we, feel, we feel like there's pressure on it. But there's no pressure on what God calls you to do. That's right. Easy and light. So what that is, that's your flesh trying to put that on you to feel like you're not capable. But he's made you sufficient in all things. He's, made, he's given you the power to do everything. Yes. But the thing is, you have to ask for it. You have to purpose yourself by faith. You're going to step out. Like Peter, step out of the boat by faith. And when he did, Jesus met him there. That's right. Until he took his eyes off of the and Lord. And then when he took his eyes off and paid attention to what was going on in the world, what the world thought, that's when the problem came. That's right. But while he was focused on Jesus, if we go out and we focus on what the Lord wants us to do, yes. we will not fail. He will meet us every time, give you the words to say in that moment. It's You are absolutely correct. Uh, so basically, uh, so in Psalm... Uh, Chapter 37 and verse 23, it says, The steps of a good man are ordered or ordained, confirmed or established by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. Okay? So what Paul is describing to you is that the Lord is going to uh, uh, highlight these people that you need to speak to. And as you speak to them, the Lord is going to fill your mouth. He is going to order your steps as you speak to these yeah. folks. And you are going to have the words to say to them. All right? So we don't need to fear uh, speaking to them. We can speak to them because the Lord is speaking through us. Our steps are ordained. And then uh, verse 24, it says, Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his right hand. If the Lord is leading you, yeah. if the Lord is leading you on a path, even if you, uh, you know, and, and you are focused on the Lord, but, you know, you stumble... You're not going to stumble far from the path because the Lord is leading you, yep. and you get right back up, and you focus on that, that, that person you're to speak to. And, uh, boy, that's just powerful. I mean, that's it's, just powerful. it's, it's uh -huh. like what you, 
you tell your kids, you know, you know, practice makes perfect. When you first start out something and you don't quite understand things, you're going to make a mistake. Yes. But the moment that you say, I'm going to learn from this, yes. Lord, show me where I missed it. He's going to show you and he's going to empower you to keep going. That's what his mercy is there for. He knows that we have a corrupt pleasure. We're going to miss it sometimes. That's right. But he's not throwing lightning bolts at it. All we have to do is recognize when we miss it and say, show me. Show me what I did wrong. Show me where I can be. And he'll show you. Receive the Go, correction. Exactly. Go to your pastor. Your pastor can show you. Yes. And, he, and your pastor's not going to beat you down and say, oh, you missed this stuff. I don't want to ever want you to do it. He's going to say, okay, well, let's look at the situation. What did we do good in the situation? Right. Okay, where did, where did we miss it? Mm -hmm. Where can we improve at? Let's go to the Word and see what the Word says about it. That's how you strengthen yourself. That's how you build your faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. Hallelujah. So when you get in here and you understand what the Word is, and that Word becomes real to you, then that's when that empowerment really comes in. That's when you, that confidence, yes. not your fleshly confidence, right. but the confidence of who you're created to be yes. takes over. And you know that when you go, as soon as I open my mouth, he's going to fill my mouth the exact word that needs to happen. Absolutely. Every time. Yes. And one of the things I've heard people say, and I used to be one of those people, and then, but is, well, they go, to, they go to church here, and they don't really quite believe this. Or, but in, in Mark 16, verse 15, go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's Muslim. That's whatever. Yes. Anybody. Yes. Atheist, whatever. You preach to them. Yes. Because you don't want to be the watchman that didn't go warn them. Absolutely. That the Lord was coming. Yes. I seen, I think it was Jonathan Shellsworth the other night was talking, showing a video, and me and one of the, me and Jared that comes to Boomerang were talking yesterday, and he was telling me about it. Since this whole lockdown and everything, I think it was in Iran, I think. Mm -hmm. But they had a video where, since they're not allowed to leave their houses mm -hmm. or anything, because of that, there's been over, I think, 100,000 Muslims come to know Jesus because they haven't been able to get out and pray to Allah and everything like they're, they're called to do. Okay. And they've started understanding, and somebody has been going and taking the gospel to them. Hallelujah. And it's been... It's awakened them to the things that are real. And so in this time when the world says you can't do something, but you apply your faith in God and know that God's calling you, no matter what the world is saying, he's yes. going to lead you to a victory. That's right. So I'm sure that person that went to go knock on that person's door was sitting there in their flesh. This is, this is crazy. This is crazy. But God's called me to do this. And I know if he's called me to do it, there's victory in it. Yes. And stepped out, and then as soon as the, the, their mouth opened, God gave them every word to say that not just affected one family there, but it, it affected a region. Correct. And that's what we're seeing now. You're seeing some of the, the churches that were playing church, and you're seeing churches that are founded on God's word and stand on, the God, on God's word. You're seeing that shaken up now. And you're starting to see people that maybe not had been coming to church, but they know there's something, wrong, something different that's going on right now, and they're, they're getting a hunger going. So the harvest is there, but we have to be willing to go out into the field and do the work, do the due diligence of going out and saying, you know what, I'm going to do exactly what I'm called to do. You mean you did that work the other day? Yes, absolutely. That was... <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. So, uh, so yesterday I, I went to work. 
Um, instead of being on the broadcast, I, I hate to miss broadcast, I really do, but I like to eat, as you may have figured that out. So, uh, <laughs> so I needed a little income. I went, went to work yesterday, and uh, we're headed into Charlotte. I'm talking with a guy that's in the truck with me, and, and you know, the Lord says, go ahead and speak to him. Tell him about me. So I went into the Gospel Soul Winning script and uh, quickly learned that this young man was full of religion, uh, but had no focus on the Lord. So I was able to lead him to the Lord, and my day immediately, like that, changed. My day became a fruitful day. It was huge. It was powerful. On the way back home after the job was done, on the way back to the shop, I was talking to him again. I invited him to church, and I'm telling you right now, he will be in church on Sunday. I will make sure it happens. So I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm very power, or fired up about it. But that comes from being obedient. That's right. And doing what he called to do. Yes. And that moment goes, you're new there. Yes. So <laughs> yes. And being let me the tell new you guy something. in the truck and everything, it's sure. probably, it was really awkward. But by being obedient to what the Lord had put on you, yes. victory came out of it. That's right. And let me tell you something, Paul. So, you know, a lot of the time people are just, they're so full of... Um, uh, what, concern. I'm not going to say they're full of fear, but they're full of concern. They don't, they don't know if they're going to say the right thing. They don't know if, if, um, if they're going to, to lead that person to the Lord or if they'll lead them away from the Lord. But I'm telling you, if the Lord has called you to do it, you cannot fail. Yeah. It's not possible to fail. You have to understand that. Listen, so one of my favorite scriptures in uh, Psalm 119 uh, in verse 11, it's a very powerful scripture, and it's very simple. It says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Well, if you read deeper into that, it says, Your word I have hidden. That's, that's like a, a, that planting of a seed mm -hmm. deep inside of you, the soil of your heart, right? And when that word germinates and, and just starts to root, it builds inside of you. When you have that word in you, the only thing that could come out of you is that word. Yeah. Okay? When you have that word in you and you are speaking to some, someone, the only thing that could come out of you is that word. And you start speaking that word through the power of the Holy Ghost, mountains will move. They don't yeah. have a choice. They are going to move. This person's life is going to be changed. You are going to lead them to Christ. You don't have a choice. That's what's going to happen. You just have to obey and, and follow the Lord's leading. When the Lord says, hey, you need to speak to this person, you speak to that yeah. person, period. And the, thing, the important thing to remember, I think a lot of people think, well, they're going to reject me. Well, they're not rejecting you. They're rejecting Jesus. Amen. You are just a tool that is being used. Yes. You let the Holy Spirit flow through you and let Him minister. That's right. You're just stepping out in faith and being the obedient servant that's going to say, I'm going to do and say what you're telling me to do and say. Absolutely. So when they say, no, I'm good, they're not saying, Kevin, no. They're saying, Jesus, I don't want you. That's right. But you've done what you're called to do. You've done what you've been commissioned to do. That's right. And... It's not saying that you're going to be, you're called to be a person that's going to go and stand in front of a stadium and, and you know, win a thousand souls at a, at a revival or, or anything like that. It's one soul is worth it. 
It says in Luke 15, 10, Likewise I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Yes. So it doesn't matter if he calls you to to witness the one. You witness the one person. Or if he has you stand in front of a hundred people. The message is the same. There's a rejoicing that is going on in heaven. That's right. When that person commits their life. Yes. The same rejoice for one Four hundred, because that's one more soul that doesn't have to spend eternity in hell. That's right. What greater feeling is it to be used in that manner that that person doesn't have to go to hell? They don't have to suffer that. That's right. Because you were obedient. When we went the other week, Buddy said it great. It's almost like you hear people talking about buck fever the first time you shoot a deer. Right. That adrenaline. It's because that's what you're called to do. That's, that's who you're called to be. And when you step out in that, yes. it fills you. Yes. It's not just a, it's not like you're just going and, oh, you got to cut, let me put a band. You're literally saving somebody for eternity from yes. hell. Yes. So instead of being in hell for eternity, they get to spend it with the Father. That is something it brings, it it breaks things off of you that you may not even know that you have. Absolutely. It, it brings a joy into your life. Yep. Because when, when you see that happen, and you see a physical change on their face yes. when it happens. Yes. You can see the weight of the world just instantly fall off. Yes. Like when we prayed for the lady that was sitting in the alleyway. I was going to ask you to that, go ahead and share that. We, yeah. we were downtown, and like I said, you, be led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He'll show you who to talk to. He'll give you the words to say. And we were standing at the cor- the top of the, the hill in Albemarle on the corner. And we were just praying in the Holy Spirit. And I looked down the street and I seen a family. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was just telling me. I thought that's who he was telling me to go pray for. Right. So we started walking down there. As we got close, they went into a store. And then I felt like he told me. Saw a pair of shoes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the lady. And went up there and it was very different. But I was just being obedient. And the first thing I said to the lady, I was like, do you know God wants you to have life and life in abundance? He wants you to have an abundant life. Yeah. Which is really weird way to start out a conversation with somebody you've never met. Right. And immediately there was something that changed on her face. And she's like, I just read something that said I was going to be stepping into an abundant life. And I was like, that's Holy Spirit right there. I was like, well, we can make that happen today. Right now, it yes. changes right now. Can I pray with you? He will give you the exact words to say, even though it might not make sense to your flesh. He'll give you the right words to say to speak to that person. He's done it with me several times. And not every time will he do that. Sometimes he'll just say, hey, talk to that person. That's right. And then in the conversation, he'll show you a way to go in. That's right. Sometimes it's just okay. He wants every soul saved. I'll go talk to this person, and then right as I start getting there, sometimes it will be like, hold on. Maybe that person's not right yet. But then once you talk to them, even if they don't accept when you, when you pray with them, mm-hmm. that's a seed planted. It's a seed planted. It is still a victory. Yes. Because there's a seed that's planted in that soil. And say I do it, and they tell me that they don't want to say the prayer. Well, then say two weeks later, Kevin runs into them. That's right. And Kevin starts... Well, I don't know, but Kevin gets to talk to him a little bit. Well, that seed's getting water. That's right. Then Buddy comes along. Yes. Does it. Okay, well, say when Buddy gets there, Buddy leads him. That's right. Buddy gets the harvest. Yep. 
the harvest is there, but there was work put in for the harvest. That's right. So even if you, they, you, they tell you no that day, which they're not telling you no. They're telling Jesus no. That's right. There's a seed that's planted. Mm-hmm. There's a watering that's happening. You can't just plant a seed and all of a sudden a crop pop up. It takes water and it takes work Nurturing. to be done. Yes. So when you plant that seed, there's <clears throat> other people that's going to come around. The Lord's going to send to that person and send to that person. And eventually... They're going to be like, man, this is like the 15th person that's came and told me this. Yes. Something's, what, let's go for it. Let's, something's, something's got to change. That's right. And then the moment they do it, heaven, heaven stops. Every angel starts rejoicing. Yes. Because of that one person that you stopped to talk to six months before and that God never gave up and kept sending somebody in their, in their path. Yes. But it, if you would have never stepped out, and been awakened to what we're called to do, then that seed would never have been planted. That's right. And maybe if that seed was never planted, there was never somebody to come and water that seed. But it takes that stepping out and doing what you're called to do. And somebody did that for me. And I'm like, man, you don't understand how much I want to give that person a hug for. And and it's one one of my best friends. When I was bartending, I was, she tried to get me to come to church every Sunday, and I kept telling, no, 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 no. And then when I finally got back in the church, she sent me a message. She was like, I had been praying for you for over 10 years to get back in church, to go to church and everything. My mom had been praying. Seeds were planted that I wasn't even paying attention to. Yes. But by their, their obedience of doing what they're called to do, That's praying right. for the lost, that seed was getting watered, even though I didn't know it was getting watered. Yes. And he was putting people in my path that were showing me things and telling me things. And then eventually it got to the point where I felt like, okay, whatever, I'll go, to, I'll try church again. Sure. And then as soon as I walked through the door, it was like, boom, sledgehammer to the heart. And it was just like, oh, this is what I've been missing. Praise God. This is what, this is, this is the gap that's been missing right here and it was an instant family feeling that I had yes that I had known before but I had ran away from and that's there's it's not just a Paul thing there's people out there that we pass every day that has that but they need that person that, that's praying for them they need that person that's going to go speak to them and right. say God loves you God love do you know right now there's we're not waiting on on anything that's right all we're waiting on is him to come. Yes. Like, and it's coming soon. There's been minister after minister after minister that have had the same exact word that pastors had. When you have a group of ministers like that, that get the same word. There's no denying that's confirmation. It's, that's right. it's coming. And it takes a yielded heart. Yeah. It takes a yielded heart. <clears throat> and just to go back to that, uh, that scenario when you... Uh, when we were all together at the, the top of the hill in downtown Albemarle, had you not looked down that, that uh, street and saw that family, mm-hmm. and had you not uh, been yielded to the Holy Ghost to walk down there to speak to them, and then had you not had your, your eyes peeled for what the Holy Ghost had for you because you knew the Holy Ghost sent mm-hmm. you there, but that family, before we got to them, they yep. disappeared. But here's the thing, Paul, that the fact that the Holy Ghost sent you down there 
was for a reason. Yeah. You weren't sent down there to chase nothing. Yeah. So you kept your eyes open, and you saw the, the, the shoes with the feet in them, and, uh, oh, there's a person there. Boom. That must be the person I'm supposed to speak to. Mm-hmm. And then you were yielded to say something that, to open a conversation that seemingly was a ridiculous way to do it. Yeah. It was, it was silly. But yet, he, it was the perfect word to speak to this young lady that got her attention and woke her up. Because even though she didn't know the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit knows her. Yes, exactly right. He's known your name since you were in the womb. He knew her. He knew exactly what she needed that day. He yes. knew exactly what word was going to open her eyes and wake her up to what he had been trying to show her. But it takes obedience. Yes. It takes praying and, le- and, and waiting for his guidance. It would have been easy to pray in the Holy Spirit and just, okay, well, I didn't get anything. You know, it's been 10 seconds. I didn't see it. I'm just going to walk off. Right. But we stood there for a couple minutes. We did. And we must have looked silly to people because that were driving by because we're just standing there. You have to be patient. That's right. You have to be patient. You have to be willing to put yourself down and look different to the world. And look silly. To be used. Yes. It's the timing of the Lord, not the timing of Kevin and not the timing of Paul. It's the timing of the Lord. Praise God. Which is why in Acts, he was, they were told to wait for the Holy Spirit. Yes. Why? Because he's going to give you, he's going to give you every word that you need to speak. Yes. He's going to empower you. Yes. To do the things that seem impossible. Yes. Because if he's calling you to it, it's going to happen. That's you right. just have to be obedient. I'm sure... When Brother Hogan would go and pray for the dead to raise, I'm pretty sure that felt a little funny on his flesh standing there and everybody looking like, well, what is this guy talking about? Yes. But in obedience of doing it, he's seen a lot of people raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Yeah. You talk about about (laughs) looking different to the world. Yes. But man, by obedience. Yes. Big things happened. Yes. Like... I'm sure I've heard Pastor talk about praying for people's feet when he was in Africa. Matter of fact, the the, the guy's back. Yeah. I'm sure there's people in the crowd who's like, what is this guy talking about? Don't that don't understand what Jesus really wants to do for you. That's right. But willing to step out of your comfort when you're standing in front of a hundred something people and say, Okay, Lord, I'm this is not me, this is you. I'm you call me and do it, I'm gonna do it. If I look like Whatever. Yeah. But you're telling me to do it, I'm going to do it. Right. Do it. I've heard Dr. Rodney talk about a, a guy's foot that was short and the Holy Spirit told him to pull on the guy's leg. Sure, that was a very awkward, let me see your leg, let me pull it. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. But in that moment of being obedient and being willing to step out and look different to the world, mm-hmm. man, it... It opens the world's eyes. It awakens them to what God's trying to do in their life. That's right. It awakens them to what God's real is, not what man's real is. Man's real says, oh, your leg's deformed. You're you're just going to be a cripple the rest of your life. But God's (laughs) word says, his real is, no. You are healed. You are healed. Hallelujah. There is nothing wrong with your body. That's right. You don't have any kind of depression. You don't have scoliosis. That's right. You don't have bowed legs. Yes. You don't have a speech impediment because... 
when you're filled with me Hallelujah. and you listen to my word and you understand my word and you believe my word, yes. there's not a single thing that is wrong with you. That's absolutely correct. Moses is a speech problem. Use Moses. I am not the smartest guy in the book, but I've been used. Hallelujah. He will use you, but you yes. have to be willing. Absolutely. John Shellsworth, I believe I've listened to him before, and he had a speech, he had a speech issue. Mm -hmm. And was like, Lord, how am I supposed to preach? And he brought up Moses to him. And he stepped out, and man, is the Lord not using him. Powerfully. The Powerfully. Lord will use you, but your flesh is going to give you an excuse. That's right. Every time, because that's what the, the flesh don't want that to happen. Exactly Because right. the moment that you witness to somebody, and somebody comes in, the, the kingdom grows. And that's another person that's going to go out and win another soul. Yes. And the more that happens, that's the territory that he's losing. Right. Right. That's ground that he's losing, which he's already lost it all. He just tries to make you feel like he's got something. That's true. But we've been given all power. Absolutely. You know, you, you said earlier about, um, uh, about how we were standing there and we were patient and waiting on the Lord because obviously he mm -hmm. led us to that, that, that spot. And we kind of felt peculiar. We felt strange, you know. And it was probably, what, 30 seconds at the most, right? Can you imagine... The 12 disciples that were sent back, actually at this point it was the 11 disciples, that were sent back to Jerusalem, told by Jesus to stay there and wait, okay? They waited 10 days, okay? And in the upper room, there was 120 people. Now, you can imagine that there just wasn't 120 and they were all sitting there waiting. I'm sure that there was more than 120 at one point. Yeah. But somebody said, you know what? I gotta go to the bathroom. I ain't staying here any longer. Yeah, you know, work. I can't been, afford to take another day off of work. Oh yeah. I've, oh hey, my fields are looking rough. I've been here for ten days. I gotta get back to the fields, or I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, uh, you know, churn some butter or do something. <laughs> you know, and and they were there for ten days. Now know that you know that they felt silly. Oh yeah. They just standing around twiddling thumbs. They've been there for ten days. Okay, but they were praying, but they knew what the Lord had told them. The 120 knew. Could you imagine being that, that last guy to leave? That last guy that he walks out, he says, he says yeah, Pete, I'm out. I got to go. I got to get back to my wife. You know, I got things yeah. going on. Uh, I'd like to stay here with you and all, but I got to go. Could you imagine being that guy that walked out and he missed oh. Acts chapter 2? He missed the, the, the tongues See, that's of, what of people fire. don't understand. If the Lord leads you, yes. there's provision in it. If he says, it's like with the business. Yes. Wednesdays, I miss some Wednesdays, but I try to be here every Wednesday. Yes. But I know that the Wednesdays that I'm here, I'm not missing anything. That's right. He'll give me the time back. He'll accelerate He'll you. give me the provision that is being missed that day. Yes. Because I'm doing what he's called me to do. Yes. So when you step out and you do what he's called you to do, there's provision there. Whether it's finances, time, whatever it is, he'll match you. That's right. Because you're, do, you're not going to step out and do work for him and he'll not compensate you. He's the best employer. He is. Like, what other employer can say, well, here's, your, here's, here's what you made this week. Well, here, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and give you an extra month's salary. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. No. No. But that's how he works. That's right. I mean, when I first started the business, that's, that's, that's what happened. Yes. 
I didn't have the, the finances were extremely low. I didn't have that many jobs coming in. I, matter of fact, I had gotten where I didn't have a job lined up. But I was like, okay, well, I'll do this because he's asked me to do it. And then all of a sudden, within a week, eight jobs. Boom, 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 boom. Why? Because I stepped out and did what he's called me to do and yes. put my flesh down. That's right. That said, no, you need to go out and you need to put flyers in every gas station. You need to go around to every realty company and drop these off. But I did what he asked me to do, and then I didn't have to do that. He put people that called me, random people, never, right. never ran into them, don't even know how they got my number, but yes. called me. Yes. So it's like when you, when you start understanding how he works and how he's trying to work yes. in your life and yes. you're obedient to what he's calling you to do, then you open the door up for him to really show you who he is. That's right. Let me just share with this with you, Paul. I came here a month ago with enough gas to get here, with enough money just to get here. And I got here on a message from the Lord. I was driving in a completely opposite direction, and the Lord said, you're going to Albemarle. So I was yielded and obedient. I said, yes, sir. And I went to Albemarle. That was a month ago, Mm -hmm. okay? I still, to this day, have yet to receive a paycheck. I have zero income. Now, you explain to me how a person, a 44-year-old man, lives a month, never, never missed a meal, <laughs> all right? Never missed a meal, and I've got a wonderful roof for a man. Not just a roof. My Lord is, my Lord is extravagant, mm-hmm. okay? I live in the Taj Mahal. <laughs> okay, you know where I'm talking about. You've seen it. I have. I've ate very well. I've got gas in my car. I want for nothing. How does a man do that for a month? I'm telling you, that is a miracle. You will provide everything that, you need. Yes. And what have I been doing? I've just been coming here and and supporting the ministry of what's right and been a solvent. And being, and being a soul winner. Being, and, being willing to step out. Yes. And preach the gospel. Yes. Where he's told you to preach it and who he's told you to preach it to. And there's provision in it. You're Praise not going to go out and do work that he's called you to do and he'll not give something back to you. Yes, sir. He's going to give you everything you need. If the birds don't worry about their food, where their meal's coming from, why should you? That's right. The worker's worth his wages. And my Lord pays good. The field is white, ready, the harvest is ready. It's plentiful, That's but right. it takes, it needs the laborers to go out and harvest it. Yes. Are you be- willing to be the laborer? Are you right. willing to step out in the things that God's calling you to do? Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to step outside of what you call comfortable and step into what God's calling you to? That's right. That's the thing. It was, it was a decision. I'd go ahead and tell you, sometimes your flesh just doesn't want you to do it. That's right. But you purpose yourself to do it, and God will meet you. As soon as you take that step, God's going to be right there meeting you. Yes. Ready to give you every word you need for that person. Every word you need to speak, whether it's to one person or if he has you standing in Walmart and getting on the... Which I can... Well... Probably don't have time for that. <laughs> I know how to get on the Walmart PA system. <laughs> by their phones. <laughs> but if he tells you to get on the Walmart PA system yes. and speak to everybody in the Walmart, you do it, you ain't going to get in trouble. <laughs> he's going to, he's going to, 
He's gonna tell. He's gonna tell you what to do when you do it. Trust me. You're gonna be blessed for it. That's right. Good afternoon, Walmart shoppers. Has anybody ever told you that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? Yeah. Hallelujah. I mean, do what He's asked you to do. Be obedient, no matter what your flesh tries to tell you. Yes. Just be obedient. Speak. Don't be the watchman caught sleeping on the job. That's right. Be the watchman that's telling everybody, the Lord is coming. We're in the last days. Yes. Any moment could be the last moment. Don't let that clock tick and that moment come and you not be right. That's right. Paul, I feel like there's somebody watching right now that... Um, that they're just this is this message is just hitting them. It's just striking them right, right where it hurts, and and they're feeling this message right now, and they're wanting to they're wanting to dedicate their lives to being a soul winner. They're ready to go out there. They're ready to 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 follow that that commission. So what do they need to do right now? You just need to pray. We we when we open our hearts up to him, and we invite him in. We, in, we speak it. You have to confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. When you do that and you invite him in, things change immediately. Right. You can't have that life come in you and still have death swarming around your household. That's right. Whether it's your finances or it's your health. So the thing is, but you have to be, you have to make the decision. Yes. We can't make the decision for you. It has to be a decision that you're willing to make, something that you know that you want. And when you do that, things change. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. If you want to lead, I want you all to pray it out loud. Open your mouth. With your mouth, you confess. That's right. So that means you speak. Speak it out loud. And just pray with us. Yes. Right now. All right, hallelujah. So with your lips and with your heart, I want you to pray right now. And I want you to pray out loud because the Lord hears you, okay? And there's just something about as the words come out of your mouth and they trickle back into your ear, it just empowers you. So with your lips and with your heart, out loud, say these words after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Set me free. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. That you died for me. That you died for me. That you were buried for me. That you were buried for me. And after three days. And after three days. You rose again for me. You rose again for me. So that I might rise again with you. So that I might rise again with you. Fill me with Holy Ghost. Fill me with Holy Ghost. Give me a passion for the lost. A passion for the lost. And a hunger for the things of God. And a hunger for the things of God. And a holy boldness. And a holy boldness. To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Say, I am saved. I am saved. I am forgiven. I am forgiven. I am born again. I am born again. And I will be in heaven. And I will be in heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Hallelujah. If you just said that prayer, please just give us a... Give us a, a thumbs up or something in the comments so that we know that we can get in contact with you and just uh, just love on you and appreciate you, okay? And then for that person that's out there that wants to be a soul winner, that knows that, that their heart is to go after souls, but you just don't quite know how, we're going to pray with you right now again. And we're going to, we're going to get you uh, uh, headed in that direction that you need to go. 
So right now, again, with your lips and with your heart, speak these words out loud. Say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For saving me. For saving me. And right now. And right now. I want to. I want to. Go after souls. Go after souls. For you. For you. So right now. So right now. I consecrate my soul. I consecrate my soul. To you. To you. To the work of the gospel. To the work of the gospel. And for searching souls. And for searching souls. To bring them into the kingdom. To bring them into the kingdom. And I thank you. And I thank you. For filling my mouth. For filling my mouth. With your words. With your words. For showing me. For showing me. Through my eyes. Through my eyes. People who need to hear your word. People who need to hear your word. So right now. So right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I give myself. I give myself. Over to you. Over to you. And over to the gospel. And over to the gospel. And I go out. And I go out. And I become a fisher of men. And I become a fisher of men. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the boldness that has come on your people, Father. We thank you for it, Father. Right now, Father, we just ask you to baptize us with your Holy Spirit thank and you. with your fire, Father. Yes. Set us on fire for the souls, Father, to go out and win souls to advance your kingdom, Father. Yes, we will not be the watchman caught sleeping on the job, but we will be the watchman that is standing there with the megaphone letting everybody know that you are coming, Father, that we are in the last days. Do not let this time slip by, Father. We thank you for it. We thank you for the boldness that's going to rise up in your people, yes. that we will be people that will be preaching at our work, Father. We'll preach in the, in the grocery stores, Father, on the corners of the streets, telling whoever you put us in front of, Father. We thank you for it. We thank you for the words that you're going to give us to speak to those people, Father. We thank you for it. We thank you for it, Father. Father, we thank you for your love and the, your mercy that you have for us, Father. We thank you for the empowerment that you've given us, Father, to step out for your people, Father. Thank you. We thank you that we are tools ready to be used to advance the kingdom, Father. Yes. We are ready to go into the field, Father, and put forth the work for the harvest, Father, to reap the harvest. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you for it right now. We just thank you, Father. We love you. We thank you. We thank you for our salvation, Father. We thank you. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, if so, you, go ahead. If, if you're watching and you said that for the first time, at Boomerang we've got Boomerang Bible Academy that we just started. So I recommend that you go on and it's going to be little little short videos that's that's going to take you step by step of learning the gospel from what's your why all the way through. So if you're if you're want, even if you didn't that wasn't your first time saying that. Even if you've been a, a minister for 20 years, these are going to help you because anytime you hear the word right. it grows inside of you. That's right. So purpose yourself. So Boomerang Bible Academy and that's We've, we, we've just started that, pastor started that, little short videos to help disciple. If you go out and you win somebody to the Lord, yes. point them to that. That's a great way to help them, help disciple them, to yes. put the word in front of them and teach them things. That's right. So Boomerang Bible Academy, it'll be, I think it's going to be on What's Right um, page. You'll be able to go in there and see the videos. You'll be able to watch, you know, if you got 20 minutes of work, pop them in, watch them. Um, if you've only got five minutes, throw it. Click on a video, watch it. It will enrich your life. There's going to be hundreds of videos. That's right. Hundreds of videos that are going to be on there. So it'll be a great way, great tool to learn when you've got dead space at work. Put it on. Listen to the word. 
let it set down in your soul. Yes. Let it take root inside of you. So when you open your mouth, it, that's what comes out. That's right. Hallelujah. Paul, it was such a pleasure to be on with you today. Awesome. Um, had a great time with you. The Lord is good. Hallelujah. So now we're going to kick it back over to Barrett. She's going to let you know the upcoming stuff. We love you. Praying for you. If that was for you today, put it in the comments. Let yeah, us know. Absolutely. Send us a message. Let us know so we can be praying with you, believing with you. We thank you. Love you. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Hey guys, every single day here at the broadcast, we want to give you an opportunity to sow because sowing is a tool that God has given us to kickstart our finances because we are called to be blessed, to be a blessing. And I was just, I was in the word today. I was listening to uh, a minister who has gone to be with Jesus. His name is R.W. Shambach. And he was, he was telling a testimony of people who have sown into his meetings and just, it stirred my faith and I wanted to help stir yours. And the root of this is found exactly in what Paul and Kevin were just talking about. You know, God operates outside of what we may think is normal. What we have created in our little box, so often God operates outside of that very thing. So before I tell you the testimony that just, man, made me so excited. In first, or Second Kings chapter 4, We've talked on it before, but there is a woman that was connected to uh, the prophet Elisha. And I'm just going to read it to you. Now, a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, your servant, my husband is dead. And you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor has come to take my two children to be as slaves. Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, your maidservant has nothing except for a jar of oil. I have nothing except. So often we end up disqualifying ourselves from seed time and harvest because we don't see what the Lord has already placed in our hands to give and to sow. But the sower always has seed. God always gives seed to the sower. So if you are a sower, there is something that God has placed in your hands to sow so that you may also reap. And Elisha said, go borrow vessels at large for yourself from all your neighbors, even empty vessels. Do not get a few and you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour out into all these vessels and you shall set aside what is full. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons and they were bringing the vessels to her and she poured her jar of oil. She poured what she had. She sowed what she had. And in obedience, that oil just kept going and going and going and going and going and going until every single pot was full that she had. God cares about your seed. He cares that you, you know, pastor said it this past Sunday, God cares about your profit. God wants you to be profitable. He cares about you. He wants you to live in abundance. He cares about you. So I was listening to the story that R.W. Shambach was talking about this morning, and he was talking about this meeting that he was in, and this gentleman, he had a pickup truck, and this pickup truck was like piece 
oh garbage. Like, not just like, eh, it was okay. No, it was peace, oh trash. <laughs> it was one of those trucks that you had to lay hands on when you got in the truck, and then you had to lay hands on to stop the truck, <laughs> and then you'd have to lay hands on it again when you found the keys. Like, it was just, it was just garbage. And he had seed. He was saving up to buy a new truck because he needed it. Like, one of those trucks. <laughs> and the Lord told him to give it. I, if I remember properly, it was a $500 seed that he had. It wasn't enough to meet the need. And we've said it here before. If it's not enough to meet your need, it's seed. So what he did is the Lord told him to give that amount in the offering. So he gave it. He's driving down the road, I believe the next day, again, in the peace owed junk truck. He's driving and he heard the Lord say, pull the truck over and look under the carburetor. Well, R.W. Shambach said it, and I, I too agree. Like, praise God, the Lord didn't tell me to do that because, like, I'd be, I wouldn't know where the carburetor was. I'd be calling Paul, being like, where's the carburetor in a car? I don't know. <laughs> but this man knew where it was. And so he pulled over, and he's digging around, and all of a sudden there's just this wad of oil, like this just hunk of stuff by the carburetor. And the man took it out. And this wad was just covered in oil and he starts scraping it off and it's a wad of hundred dollar bills. There was $26,000 bills under or $26,000 in hundred dollar bills wrapped up under the carburetor of his car that apparently the person he had bought the truck from had put it under there for a rainy day, forgot about it. Nobody else knew about it. And it legally became this man's in one moment off of a seed that this man sowed, the Lord automatically automatically didn't just double it. He gave him such a return on the seed sown. God operates outside of normal. He operates outside of what we call normal. He operates outside of the world's normal. And he's looking to get supernatural harvest in your hands because you are called to be a blessing so that we may have an abundance for every good work. And you know, this end time harvest of souls that the guys were talking about today, it's going to require supply. You know, it requires provision to send men and women across the oceans into foreign lands to go preach the gospel. It requires funding to buy equipment to mass produce uh, the Bible Academy. It requires stuff to see souls come in. However, our God is so big, he can make anything happen in a moment, in a moment, it doesn't take long and it won't take long for you. All you have to do is exactly what this woman said. And instead of saying, I have nothing, look for what you have. God, if you have purposed in your heart and you say right now, Lord, I want to give, I don't know how to do it. God has given you seed. You have something to give. Every person has something that they are able to give. Whether it's big, whether it's small, it doesn't matter how much it is. What matters is it's obedience. And as you are obedient and faithful to sow that thing that the Lord has told you to sow, you will see a harvest. It's how he works every single time. It may require patience in your faith, faith and patience. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. 
Stay patient like Kevin and Paul were talking about. Stay humble, stay faithful, and God is bringing the increase to you. It's how he works. So here on the broadcast, we have the, uh, we've given you an opportunity to sow. We pray over every seed that is sown. We pray over it. We declare the blessing of God to be on it and for you to receive 30, 60, 100 fold return. This is not for us. It's for you. We care about your finances. We care about your abundance because God cares about it. He cares about your profit. So if you're looking for ground to sow into, we are, we are here to sow. If you have a home church, make sure that you're tithing and giving an offering into your own home church. But here at What's Right, we will believe with you, stand with you, and see the blessing of the Lord come upon your finances. So Lord, right now in Jesus' mighty name, bless the sower. Bless those who have given in the name of Jesus. Every seed that's been sown, I declare it blessed. I declare it blessed. I declare it blessed in Jesus' name. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. We thank you, Lord. Every seed sown is blessed. Every seed sown reaps a life. It reaps a harvest. Lord, the seed is designed to produce. Lord, every seed sown, I call it to produce now in the name of Jesus. I call it to reap abundantly in Jesus' mighty name. Let that thing come to life. And Father, we thank you for it. We thank you that today will lead to a kickstart for every person who sows in financially. Let their finances be kickstarted into overdrive as they've never experienced it before. Let them experience your blessing and your goodness and let it chase them and follow them all the days of their lives. We thank you for it, God. Let the testimony of the people who sow into what's right, let their testimony be just as Isaac's was, that they were too blessed for the rulers in that area. They were so blessed. They were abundantly blessed and they increased in the time of famine. That is your story. That's your testimony. You increase in a time when nobody else around you looks to be increasing. You increase in the time of famine. Amen. We thank you so much for this day. It has been, so, well, we thank the Lord for this day, but we thank you that you've joined us this day. It's been a great one and tomorrow is going to be even gooder, greater, I don't know. It's going to be a gooder, greater day. Tomorrow is, what's unfortunate? <laughs> We're going to have a challenge. I'm, you can guess in the comment what the challenge is going to be, but I'll tell you right now, it's got to do with bubble gum. So you'll have to find that out tomorrow. And then we are going to have Q&A with Buddy and Pastor. It's going to be such a good day. And we have special guests on tomorrow's What's the Word segment. So you've got to make sure that you tune in to see who our special guests are. It's going to be a great day. We love you. You're great. You're mighty because God calls you to be a mighty man and woman in the kingdom. Soul winning people. We love you so much and hope that you have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll see you soon. See you tomorrow, 1145.